Hey guys, we're back with another week. We are going through the videos from last year's National Wake Up Conference. Every year, Christians Engaged has a national conference. This is our third year. This year, we're going to be at Cottonwood Creek in Allen, November 3rd and 4th. And we've got everybody from Michelle Bachman. Remember Michelle, former uh, candidate for president, former member of Congress, the dean of the School of Government at Regent University? Kelly Shackelford, the president and founder of First Liberty Institute. They just won a huge case with Coach Kennedy, is now allowing everybody to have religious freedom in public uh, schools and everywhere we have public employees. They got rid of the lemon test the Supreme Court did because of this case that First Liberty did. First Liberty was also the um, the group that took our IRS appeal when we lost or we were denied our tax-exempt status in 2021. Um, the IRS said Bible teachings are typically affiliated with the Republican Party and candidates. Um, okay, that's wow. interesting. So they took our case, appealed it, and we won. 21 days. So Kelly's going to be with us and I'm releasing my book, um, Jesus and Politics, One Woman's Walk with God in a Mudslinging Profession. So it's going to be incredible. I'm here with Cameron Green, author, speaker, young mentor, uh, what are uh, young person that's discipling (laughs) other people is what I should say. Cameron, it's so good to have you. Uh, Thank you for having me. And we're having a little party. Um, We are talking about all these videos from our conference last year that we haven't released yet. Um, People can live stream our conference every year and they can buy that package, but we hold this footage every year, some of the footage to release right before the next conference. And so we're in some of those messages. Um, Were you blessed last year? Gosh, I am amazed, truly amazed. I know you say it when you're up there, like just you're so honored how the Lord has brought these people together, but truly it's unbelievable from all sorts of backgrounds, all different places. Y'all are going to be incredibly blessed. Um, I mean, I want to rewatch these over again. (laughs) They were just absolutely incredible. They were great. And we've got people from Baptist world, Bible church world, Protestant, um, Catholic, Charismatic, Pentecostal. We're all coming together, guys. I mean, it's time for us to just drop some of this stuff and come together for the well-being of America, right? And around can we not agree that we should be praying, voting, and engaging? Right. That's what we're doing. So Dave Kubal was with us, Cameron. Um, I cannot say enough about how much Dave and Chris Kubal mean to me. Mm -hmm. I will cry. I Mm -hmm. hope you guys see this. Because uh, when we were going through this fight with the IRS, uh, Dave reached out to me, got my cell phone number, and uh, introduced himself. And, of course, I knew who he was. He's the president of Intercessors for America Mm -hmm. in the Washington, D.C. area. And what IFA does is they release news articles about the news of the day, but they encourage intercessors to pray over that. So you can actually interact on their website, praying through what's happening, praying for um, members of Congress. So you can literally go on the IFA website and pray for an article Mm. and say, I prayed. Wow. And then they have these amazing prayer calls all over the country, constantly going. I mean, if you want to pray for America and you're an intercessor, IFA, Intercessors for America is where you need to connect. But um, Dave calls me and he introduces himself to me and we talked for maybe 20 minutes. And then the next day, I've shared this story a couple of times. He texted me, Mm. Cameron, Mm. and said, I was praying for you and your board 
this morning and the Lord told me to tell you that you can do Texas in your own strength, but you can't do America in your own strength. I know, right? And uh, I thought, you're right. I don't want to go to America. I'm very comfortable in Texas. I know the government people here. I know mo- many of the ministry leaders here. Yeah. But I don't know anybody outside of Texas. Yeah. And that was a really overwhelming thing for me. But I took it to our board and I said, this is what this man, Dave Cabal, said. And I really believe it's a word for the Lord that while we're going through this situation with the IRS and what happened was people started taking our pledge to pray, vote, and engage all over the country. Really? I know. And we had to try to figure out, okay, we are only talking to people with Texas election dates. How do we expand this to all 50 states? And that began the process, which is now, guys, a 50-state voter mobilization system. No one's ever done it before. And so we're excited that everybody can take our pledge around the country Go to ChristiansEngage.org, take our pledge to pray, vote, and engage. And you're going to get four texts and four emails around every election. Mm. So you never forget an election again. Yes, yes. From a biblical point of view. So anyway, Dave called me, and that began a friendship. Dave is now on our national advisory board. Um, Mm. IFA has partnered with us with this pledge. They have it on their website and then also we co-branded our on-ramp to civic engagement seminar with them, and they have that on their training web- part of their website. And Dave actually did intro and outro videos for those videos mm. and made it a part of their uh, Intercessors for America community, which mm. is such an honor. So I know you're going to be blessed by this video with Dave Cabal, and then we'll talk, me and Cameron, we'll talk at the back end uh, about a little bit more about what his comments were. Enjoy this message by Dave Cabal. Welcome to the Conversations with Christians Engaged podcast. I'm your host, Bunny Pounds, the president of Christians Engaged. This ministry exists to awaken, motivate, educate, and empower ordinary believers in Jesus Christ to do three things. To pray for our elected officials and our nation regularly. To vote in every election to impact our culture and to engage in some form of civic education or involvement for the well-being of our nation. So thankful, Bunny, for what you do. A lot of people talk the talk, but you really walk the walk. I love it, love it. Love teaming up with you, Bunny. So excited about what you're doing and the people you're reaching. And And I will stand and lock arms with this woman of God, Bunny Pounds, any day of the week. Bunny, you are a new hero of mine. America is worth it. Now is the time. America needs your involvement. Please take our pledge to pray, vote, and engage. Join with a movement of other Christians that are doing these three simple things that can really impact this nation. Join us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bunny, it is such a privilege to partner with you and all that you do. I said it in a clip that was shown last night, you're my newest hero. So great to be with you. I have a short time with you this morning and I want to share with you something that is very important. It's probably the thing I am concerned most about when it comes to seeing God move in our country today. As we talk about being woken, awakened, what's the right verb there? Awakened. It's very important for us to understand the state of the church. I want to address a spiritual deception that is over the church 
that is neutralizing 50 million Christians in order to take their place in our culture. It is simply this. God has created government. Government is divine. If you think about the normal Christian's perspective on the view of government today, it is that government is secular. It is something to be avoided. Now, this started in the 1950s or so when the Johnson Amendment was passed within our Congress that eliminated certain tax write-offs and whatever. It then continued as this phrase of separation of church and state was twisted and put upon our nation. And it continued on and on and on through the last 50 years to the point where the, many of the church are sitting on the sidelines, neutralized by this fact that government is secular. President Biden accurately described the fact that there is a battle for the soul of America going on right now in his ominous speech he gave in Philadelphia just a few weeks ago. He didn't understand what he was talking about, but there is a battle going on for the soul of our country that is absolutely incredible right now. And I will tell you this, that it is the church that gets the government we deserve. It is up to us to take our place in our culture. And the primary manner that we are going to take our place in this nation is certainly through being engaged in all the things that all of the speakers have been talking about, all of the things that Bunny and Christians Engage stands for. But I think most importantly is we must champion a biblical understanding of government. Scriptures are clear as to the purposes of the family and the roles of husbands, wives, and children. Scriptures are clear in describing the calling of pastors, preachers, apostles, deacons, elders, and the impact that the church must have within culture. But I contend that if you take all of those specific scriptures of instructions to those roles, add them all up, they don't even come close to the specific instructions for kings and leaders, all who are in authority. In authority. Think of Romans 13 that says, God has established all authorities for the purpose of protecting good people from evil. Exodus chapter 18 describes the types of leaders we should desire, capable, God-fearing, trustworthy men, women who are above a bribe. Ezra 7.25 says that we should appoint judges that know the laws of God. Daniel 2 talks about how kings, those in authority, should have leaders aside, beside them that can interpret the things of God. Micah 5.15 says that leaders must be aware that if the nations that they lead go into uh, in conflict with God's wills, God's vengeance will fall upon those nations. Should I go on? Should I? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I think I needed that. Here's the fact. Here's the biblical fact. God has created three institutions to care for his creation. The family to care for us as individuals. The church to care for us in our spiritual lives. And government to care for our civil lives. 
Government is divine. This is the stronghold over the church, the deception over the church, that government is secular. We must not be involved in that. We must pray for this deception to be released. The result is that the salt and light power of the church to impact culture is being destroyed. We must convince our pastors, our fellow believers, of the divine nature of government. God has created government. Government has, God has a plan for good government. And the church must be involved. I go around the country speaking and, and meet with folks, and I talk to intercessors who are involved politically, locally, and, and other folks, and they're kind of apologetic for the fact that they're involved in politics. There's kind of like, uh, I do this, but I don't really tell people because, you know, if my friends at church would find out that I work polls or, you know, help with a campaign, they might think I'm a part of you know, the dark side or something like that. We got to stop it, all right? We got to stop apologizing for being involved in the divine creation of government. Are you with me on this? Good, I was hoping I came to the right place. Oh, I did, huh? <laughs> and I got to tell you, God is causing a great awakening in the American church. There is a significant portion of the church that has realized the critical nature that our nation is in. They're not buying the progressive agenda. They realize that mainstream media is lying to them. They understand that they must do something. The next step is to have this deception removed from them so that they can be activated to be involved in government. The press, the current administration, social media, would never want you to know the truth about the incredible size of this awakening. They want you to feel alone. They want you to feel lonely like you're all by yourself and you're crazy for what you believe. Well, I gotta tell you, in my position, in my seat, as I travel the nation, I have never seen anything in the 30 years I've been in ministry. There is an awakening going on in the church. You know, at IFA, we do resources, and yeah, who, who gets our emails? Who gets all of our emails? <laughs> we just sent you one as I've been up here, by the way. Just check your inbox. In previous years, we saw hundreds of thousands of forms of engagement that we can measure across all of our platforms and networks. But something has happened in the last three or four years. I'm giving you statistical evidence of an awakening, okay? In the last couple of years, we, we saw from hundreds of thousands to, to millions, to 10 million, to last year, 50 million forms of engagement where people went on and clicked on something, downloaded something, joined one of the webcasts. This year, we will approach 100 million forms of engagement across all of our platforms. Now, I don't tell you that to be impressed with Dave or Intercessors for America. I'm telling you the statistical facts that there is an awakening going on in America. People have had enough. They're, they're willing to do anything. I'm starting to preach, aren't I? 
when I tell those facts, I always put this, I don't want to say caveat, maybe it's more of an emphasis, that, again, don't be impressed with what's going on with IFA. Don't be impressed with Dave. Be impressed with what God is doing in America. But more importantly, here's the next step in the, in the logic. God is not done with America. Why would he be creating such an awakening if he were done with his country? Why would he put, be putting a passion for people to pray for this nation if he were done with our country? Don't believe that there are few like you who care about God's destiny for the U.S., you are a mighty, mighty army equipped with every good thing to fight the battle before us. You were handpicked to be alive in this day because of your unique gifting. Do you think God's sitting up there in heaven thinking, oh my, I don't know what to do. There's so much stuff going on. I don't think so. I'm actually excited that there is such a battle today. I love the fight. I wake up in the morning and I can't wait to get into the fight. What the heck would I do if I retired, huh? I love the fight, right, Bonnie? Come on, let's go, let's do this. I'm old enough now, I've led a good life, I've raised my kids, but I also have lost my filter. <laughs> Anybody lost their filter? Yeah, come on. That wasn't in the script. We must band together to be the army of God, fighting the spiritual battle. And as we were talking this morning in the breakout, the gates of hell will not prevail. But I'm telling you folks, we gotta pray. We gotta pray for the release of this deception of the secular nature of the church. Government is divine. It was created by God for a specific purpose. There's been two constitutional republics in the history of the world. The Israelites first established in Exodus 18. And the second one, guess what? The United States of America with the longest standing constitution in the history of the world. And you know why? Because it's patterned after biblical principles. Did you get my point? All right, because I want to pray for you all. The Lord's put on my heart a spirit, a, a, a prayer of impartation for you. Turn in your Bibles to Joshua chapter 14. This is one of my favorite passages. You'll see why. You know, when uh, the Israel, Israelites came into Israel, uh, portions of Israel were divided up. And uh, Caleb, you remember Caleb? He was one of the spies came around to Caleb to get his slice of the pie, I guess you could call it. Joshua 14.10. Now then, this is Joshua, this is uh, Caleb talking. Now then, just as the Lord promised, he's kept me alive for 45 years since the time he said this to Moses while Israel moved about the wilderness. So here I am today, 85 years old. Any, anybody 85 in here? <laughs> All right. Y'all just getting started, I'll, I'll show you why. Uh, Pastor Cruz, 83, right? Come on now, 120. Verse 11, 
I am as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I'm just as vigorous to go to battle now as I was then. Pastor Cruz illustrated that last night. Now give me the hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourselves heard that the Anakites were there and their cities were large and fortified, but the Lord helping me. <laughs> I could just picture his gnarled knuckles looking Joshua in the eye. The Lord help me. I'm going to kick their tails. It doesn't say that, but that's Dave's version. You know, I go to a lot of these events, and I got to say, most of the folks are 45 plus. And you know what? I'm glad. Because there are some things that the young, younger generation is not ready for. They have not developed the character. <clears throat> they have not developed the stamina that they need in order to take the hill country, in order to fight the Anakites. But I tell you what, there's men and women in this room who have now reached the point of maturity that they're ready to do that. Is there anybody in here? I want to pray for you all. I want to pray, as the Lord put on my heart, a catalytic prayer releasing a Caleb-size assignments in your lives today. I'm going to ask you in a minute to stand if this is you. Are you asking for a particular assignment to be involved in the awakening of America? I'm going to ask you to stand in just a second. Are you asking for a, an assignment, with a, a strategy for the assignment that you have on your heart? And then... Are you asking to move to get from being stuck to getting started? Does that make any sense? So if you are wanting that anointing from God for that extra measure of what you need, probably even that thing you came this weekend for, stand right now, I want to pray for you. Father God, I am thankful that we look into the scriptures and we see a man by the name of Caleb, 85 years old, who asks for the hard thing because the younger generation isn't ready for it. A man who developed character and strength. So Father God, I look across the hundreds of men and women that are right now standing before you, asking you for this assignment, asking you for this strategy, asking for you <clears throat> to get them from no go to go. And Father, I pray that the power of your Holy Spirit touches them right now. So right now, just in the quietness of your own heart as you stand there, just ask the Lord what you stood up for, that assignment. Go ahead, just ask him. Father, you told me this morning as I prepared to pray this catalytic, catalytic Caleb prayer for these people. Father, I thank you that they will remember this day, this day, September the 24th, as a day that they took, were able by faith to take the next step because of what you did in this moment. 
I thank you for the strategies that were released. I thank you for the assignments that were released. I thank you for the connections and the nets that were, are being woven together here today over the course of this weekend. Most importantly, Lord, I pray against this deception that has come against your people. This deception that that which you have created, government, is secular and dirty. Father, I pray that each and every one in this room would walk away from this weekend championing the fact that government is divine, that you have a plan for good government. I thank you for those candidates that are running, that will be running, who have your heart, who want to legislate your laws. May you empower them, oh God. Father God, we pray blessings upon Christians engaged and Bunny. Bless them, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Hey, guys. Wow. I mean, Dave Cabal, what a man of God. So I good. mean, just operates in the presence of God. And and I love Dave's testimony. When he became the president of IFA, Cameron, <clears throat> he, he didn't really have a grid for intercession at all. I mean, really, he was wow. he prayed, he loved God, but yeah. he had to grow in intercession um, when he took over as the CEO and president of, of yeah. Intercessors for America. Sure. What after watching that video again, what were some of your thoughts that came out? Yeah, um, I love that you mentioned that because it's like the Lord had to take him through this process of he didn't think one way and then the Lord helped him to to think in accordance with God's word. And as he's talking about deception and how the the church so much of the church does not see the lord's purpose in government and it's really just the way that we've thought for so long and the way that we've seen it like our filter is i'm supposed to be like there's this separation between church and state i'm not supposed to be involved or for whatever reason whether you're going to offend family members or there's so many different factors and it's really kind of weird like why there's that just that disconnect and i was just wondering like why is it so big but i really think it's it's been that way for so long, like we've dug this hole. And just as the Lord had to bring him into this place of intercession, we're, we're in it for the, the long run. We're, we're digging ourselves out of that hole for years to come. Um, because if we don't, like he was just saying, deception will just get further and further and immobilize the church to, to not be salt and light. But praise the Lord, we are called to renew our minds and that's how we're transformed. So everything you're doing, everything Dave's doing, like speaking the word, um, just um, equipping other Christians, that is how we're going to get out of that hole and it's happening. So praise the Lord. Absolutely. And, you know, there's so much we could say here. As you guys know, this is what we talk about every day. (laughs) Right, right. But I highly encourage you. One of our headliners last year was Eric Metaxas. You can go back to our YouTube channel and watch his incredible message he released his book, Cameron, at our conference. Oh, wow. That weekend, his book yes. was coming out. That was totally divine. And wow. it's Letter to the American Church. Oh, yes. And it's a powerful uh, book. Um, Eric wrote the book on Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the biography that mm. became famous. Right. Um, but he went back to talk about the parallels between the early German church and the American church today. And very oh. fascinating. The of what the German church in the 1930s looked like um, and then how asleep mm. the church was. And and if you can imagine, guys, so being uh, a 
having a church service in Germany and listening to the boxcars of screaming Jewish people and gypsies and all these people driving off to their death in the concentration camps, and you're worshiping the Lord, you know, remaining silent. And that's why worship is obedience, just like with the other video. Exactly. And, and so I think what Dave is saying here, guys, is we can't hold the government up as some divine idol. That's right. Um, we have to yes. say, you know what, I'm going to serve the Lord. And if government goes against what the Bible says and what the word of God says, then we have to speak up. Yes. And we, uh, and so I highly recommend you guys pull, get Eric Metaxas book, Letter to the American Church, and watch his message. It's on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook, but look through the Wake Up Conference 2022 videos and you'll yeah. find it. Uh, but watch that. But so good to hang out with you, Cameron. Oh, my gosh. This has been the best. <laughs> been the so best. So we give lots of kudos and love to Dave and Chris Kubal uh, and Intercessors for America. Go to ifapray.org, ifapray.org, and connect with them. You are going to love um, them. And if you're an intercessor out there and that's really your calling to yeah. pray for America as your full-time profession or as a homeschooling mom or whatever you're doing. If that's the season of your life, they will really help you and really encourage you. So Mm -hmm. connect to them at ifapray.org. We'll see you guys next week for another video about the Wake Up Conference. Thank you so much for joining us for this incredible podcast. What in the time we've had. We love you so much. We love being in your life. Have you subscribed? Have you shared this with your family and friends? Please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Rumble, wherever you get your audio or video pods. We need your help. This mission is undergirded by individuals just like you that support this ministry monthly annually, and whenever you think about us, to be able to reach over a million Christians in the next two years. That's our goal. We want to empower a million Christians around America to pray, vote, and engage regularly. Will you help us? We're here to do that, and we need your help. I want to say thank you to our partners at The Stream. What an incredible online publication put out by James Robinson and Life Outreach International as we come together across denominational lines as believers to discern what God's saying about the news of the day and to hear from different viewpoints. Check out the stream, make it your homepage, and get on their email list. This product is amazing. Also, our partners at Edify app, put out by Christian Post. This podcast app is a convergence of Bible teachers around America. We're excited to be a part of Edify app check out all their other podcasts. Thank you so much again for caring about this nation. We're here to help you pray, vote, and engage. We'll see you next week.